good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we are rocking and firing this morning from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. We're live on KXXT 1010 Family Values Radio here in Phoenix and simulcast on 1360 KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies in beautiful Johnstown, Colorado. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer gold and silver to the masses. We do it better than anybody in the world since the beginning of time, and modesty keeps us from saying anything more. Call one 800 951 or head out to our website, 24-7-365, at allamericangold.com, updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. like to say hi to my fellow brethren, us oxygen thieves, us, uh, us old-timers. I mean, I'm a boomer. You're a boomer. I know I've got my boomer listeners, lounge singer Rich and his uh, lovely wife Marion, who leads our Sun City Tinfoil Nation, my favorite Sun Raisins, and all the people out in Seizure World out on the other side of town. Appreciate you taking time out of your retirement to allow us into it. We try not to waste it. I'm joined with the president of Patriot Trading Group, the new owner. He's owned it now for a half a decade. Boy, time just flies. This, this, well, we're a quarter century in on this radio broadcast and they dusted me off and I'm back. So I'm like two or three months in, I know Joe said to his, my niece, his wife said, there's no way Eric's going to make it. We'll just let it work for a week or two and he'll quit. But I'll tell you, I don't think there's ever been a more important or more dire time in the history of this country. I think where we're heading is an unprecedented and uh, together we'll try to get through it and make the right financial move spiritually, morally, or on your own physically. But uh, economically, I think we've got a lot to offer. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Eric, I'm doing well. Happy Monday, if you can use that term. Uh, um, uh, obviously, great to have you back, and you're doing a great job. Thank I you. mean, just keep it up. And, and I, I will say this. It really is when you, when you take a step back, and I know we all want to believe that, that everything's going to return back to normal, this great V. Uh, we can print money into oblivion. I saw the Federal Reserve over the weekend say, hey, we're getting ready to start buying ETFs now, right? What? So you have to throw that Direct out. Direct buying the, into the stock direct market. Direct buying into it. This is, this is how big the problem really is. And, and you're a fool if you think that we can come away with this with no ramifications out the other side. And, and this hyperinflation thing is really starting uh, to, to gain a lot of momentum. The central bank also updating where they think their balance sheet is going to be uh, within the next 12 months. $12.6 trillion is the number that is being talked about as we speak. Well, the... Uh... So that'll be about a doubling from where they're at right now. Right now, they're just under $7 trillion, so not, not quite a doubling. But, yeah, they've got trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars more to come. And I feel bad for old Warren Buffett. I guess he lost about $50 billion uh, in this whole little deal here. Man, I'll tell you, I was watching Bubble Vision this morning, and uh, Kramer, probably the most depressed I've ever seen him ever. He's been on that station a long time. Uh, talking about uh, the conference call with Warren Buffett, they've pulled everything out of the uh, the airline industry. Now the aerospace industry is just getting hammered. Probably will be non-existent. President Trump is coming out to visit. 
uh, into Arizona. Nobody could figure out why. Of course, we thought Doozy was going to allow us to, you know, ollie ollie income free and go out and we could attend a great rally. But he's coming to visit the Honeywell facility. So you've got the Honeywell facility that was making aerospace parts, which is now going to be making the N95 respirators. Yes, Honeywell, the aerospace industry, is now a textile mill in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, I want to Ever ask, thought you'd see that? I want to ask everybody a question. Okay, look at what Ford and General Motors are doing. Look at what Honeywell is doing. Now, what do you really think the government knows is going to happen? Right, because if it was Ali Ali income free and everything's going to be fine and we're, we're on the path to recovery and all these states are going to reopen and we're not going to have any problems, then why is Honeywell going to be making millions and millions of masks instead of making planes for aerospace? You know what? There's a story breaking as well today that all the Chinese N95 masks are no good. They got 3M's name on them, but they're no good. I mean, just let that sit for a second. Now they were talking about the U recovery. First, the Nike swoosh recovery. So if you're a chartist, you know what the swoosh looks like. So you had the, the big drop to what a Dow 18,000, and now it's just going to just start swooshing out and heading up. Then you have the extended U. So you have the drop, and you go along the bottom, and someday Trump says we're all going to fire right back up. And then you've got the Buffett L, the L chart, which I don't have to tell you how to make an L unless – well, well, just give the loser you went sign. To the loser sign, the L. Boom, boom. Now, Nuriel Rabini, which, you know, he's made a few good calls. We've quoted him a few times here. He agrees with moi that we are heading into nasty inflation. Unbelievable, nasty, nasty, nasty inflation. I don't know how it could go any other way. You know, I posed the question to you last week. Could we have both a Great Depression of you know, which is collapse of prices and hyperinflation all at the same time. Well, we're going to see you know what they're trying to profess as a recovery. I mean, obviously, Wall Street, you know, the the, the the manipulation is there. I mean, how the entire airline index has not collapsed because when Warren Buffett used to say, "Yes, I'm buying United Airlines." You know, every airline up now, they're all down four or five. They should be down 40, 50, 60 percent today. They're going to hold it all together for your dining and dancing enjoyment. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Socioeconomic destruction of America. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Your voice of reason in a world gone mad. Is capitalism in the United States dead? Yeah. Are we now I just mean, come a- on. Does anyone is there any debate about that? Of course it's dead. I mean, I just told you this the central banks getting ready to start buying ETFs. They bailed out the corporate debt market. I mean, this morning I heard Jim Cramer say that one third of the S and P five hundred is going to disappear. Gone. Won't it won't make it through this. Despite all of the bailouts and, and I'm just wondering how many losses is the central bank going to take on all the bonds that they bought? Is there any industry right now that isn't depending on a government check? Maybe ours. Ours? Yeah. That's about it. The so, gold industry. Yeah. We don't need government checks. I don't. I can't think of one that doesn't. Amazing. It really is amazing. 
So now we're just, uh, of course, now they need another round of stimulus. And were you telling me GE's getting out of the uh, aerospace well, G- industry, G- too? a big part of what they do is aviation. They supply a lot of uh, engines and parts to the airline industry, the defense industry. Just announced today, 25% of the workforce permanent layoffs coming out of GE Aviation uh, 13,000 jobs. And these are, you know, this isn't the, hey, I made $12 an hour job. You guys better hope it's inflation because the opposite isn't going to be any fun. Interesting article written over the weekend after the OT8 financial crisis. Huge companies like AIG, remember them, asked for billions in bailout cash, claiming they would close up shop if they didn't get the funds. The truth of the matter is that they'd screwed up and they wanted U.S. taxpayers to foot the bill situation left a bad taste in the mouth of most Americans. Now, fast forward to the chaotic COVID-19 market, and it looks like history may be repeating itself again. This time, the U.S. is on the verge of bailing out airlines. Oh, that's the only thing that's keeping this Well, the airlines have been bailed out, absolutely. They had already, like you said, beat a zero. But Illinois has requested a federal bailout of its struggling public employee retirement plans which has unfunded liabilities topping $469 billion. This is just Illinois. Specifically, according to the Chicago Daily Herald, Illinois sent president, he requested he needed a $44 billion cash infusion immediately. The problem is the state's public pension funds are well known, and the fact that Harmon requested emergency funds should only serve to make those problems more obvious. The Daily Herald lamented, despite pumping more and more and more into the pension systems each year, Illinois continues to slide deeper into debt, as does the entire country. Illinois and this country may are, are not able to get financial help from the private sector any longer. That's over. That ended. COVID killed that. So now you've got excessive debt driven by a pension crisis that's going to leave this country with the lowest credit ratings that you can even imagine. So now they got to ask taxpayers who are already concerned their own situation. And by the way, I'm going to go on. Not only did they will they extend and they have the deadline for tax filing from April 15th to July 15th, I believe there will be no tax filings this year at all. None. So why? The money's not real anymore. They make it real. When you got to pay tax, you got to work for it. It's real. It's real to you. It's real to me. But when they, when the government can just print it, it will. And remember, we don't have any excesses. It's all debt. They're just creating debt. So now you've got these tremendous problems that are starting to pop up. So this will be the week if they can get the Senate to go back to work. Now, the Senate's supposed to come back. Now, they said, well, we, you know, we're all worried about coronavirus. The Supreme Court has solved the problem. They're all on telephone. So if you can imitate uh, Soda My Ear's voice, maybe you can change the vote. You know, you can hack in there. Hack. <laughs> I believe we should vote for gun control. But, uh, I mean, it's just crazy. So there's no way, there's no way, Joe, that not, you know, Americans are going to be spared from the impending 
public pension bailouts. And, and, and it's almost disgusting, in my opinion, uh, of what they're trying to do and, and trying to convince the American taxpayer that they should be responsible for these things. Uh, and, and, and again, when we talk about taxes, the ramifications that's going to come out of all of the bailouts, you know, whether it's the businesses, whether it's the pension funds from the cities or the states and all the, the trillions and trillions of dollars. I mean, when you think about this, six weeks ago in mid-February, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet was $3.8 trillion. And today, I'm telling you, over the weekend, they're like, hey, well, it's going to be $12.6 trillion just in the next year alone. The government, we don't even know how many trillions it's going to be. $4 trillion, $5 trillion, $6 trillion of, of added debt in a single year. I mean, we're already now we're over $25 trillion already. And, and, and somehow, they're going to come back and we're going to have to foot the bill for all this. Well, I think we're going to see at least $35 trillion on the national debt here within the next 12 months. That that should be the number, or probably by Christmas. And so. I only say this because I'm worried now, because I'm, I, I just keep hearing... All of these reports about all of these companies, and you know, and I mentioned them earlier, you know, Ford and General Motors, Honeywell, and and all these others. There's thousands of these companies now that are producing, whether it's masks, gowns, the the PPE uh, equipment, ventilators, by the millions and tens of millions. And I'm thinking to myself, what does the government know in preparing for that they're not telling us about? Well, I don't know. I mean, the Trump's calling for the great second half recovery, but um, the only way we're going to get through that is going to be with a vaccination. A vaccine. Well, it, and, so, you know, he came out over the weekend, oh, we could have a vaccine by the end of the year. I want you to understand there that sounds really good. It's not possible. They actually, somebody on TV must be listening. They brought up, I think it was Kramer. Kramer this Kramer morning brought up the mumps. That, like you brought up the other I day. Told everybody, listen, I told everybody a month ago, right, the fastest vaccination of all time was the mumps, and that was four years. Well, now the Senate's supposed to return to work in full force today since the end of March. Yeah, God forbid you work in April. You know, so. um, I'll tell you, if you see some of the, the, the footage or you see some of the pictures of, the, of what's really going on in Capitol Hill, even the reporters are all standing, you know, six to ten feet away from all the politicians, which I wouldn't get too close to them anyway. They're all creepy, slimy, if you ask me. But I think somebody's going to invent the, the, uh, the temporal scanner that shoots like ten feet. <laughs> you know, which I know they have them. They, they monitor them by machine, but the personal held one. So, you know, it's like a woman carries it in her purse. Come up. How are you doing? <laughs> and she just points it at you. Right. Take your you, go, you go for the Biden hug and sniff, <laughs> the hug and sniff, and you right. get a zap. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, or the force field. But you're going to need the uh, temp, temporal. you got to see what their temperature is. Before you make contact. From at least 10 feet away. So, I mean, I'm sure that's coming. Who knows what's coming? Well, I know what's coming. I I, I think we're going to see the, the freedoms and the liberties again. Like Eric said, we're going to get trapped. Uh, the, the temperature, the body scans, who knows what else. The the ID card that allows you to be outside or allow you to go to work or get on an airplane. I think all that stuff is coming, right? you got to have a certain test and, and take a certain vaccination. I'm more forced vaccinations for sure. I mean, that's almost a foregone conclusion. And, and 
And it's one of these things that leads me to believe that we aren't. There's no way you're going to have this V shaped or anything close to that if this is where they're going to. This well, is a the, muzzling of the American economy. They'll just monetize the whole thing, which they learned from 08. And it's coming. The SBA money's out on the streets. Friday we were doing the show. We had a guy call right where we were coming off, said a friend of his just got his SBA PPP, and then he said he was improved or approved. And now you've got uh, the money is getting out to everyone except the smallest of businesses, the mom and pops or the single owner businesses with no employees. It's yet to trickle down that far. But uh, you can sure tell, can sure tell that it got out Friday. Friday in this town, everything was closed. Coming in, back and forth to work. This whole place, our con- our, our everything except the tire, CNR tire, everything else was closed here Friday. I mean, every it was, business. It was a little creepy. This morning, very quiet. So the money, the SBA PPP money has gotten out to the businesses. But the, the, the other businesses that are fighting this, I mean, we had a big protest over the weekend. The restaurants are starting to open anyway. Because really, what does the PPP do? Keeps, well, you're supposed to hand the money out to payroll? What about your annual rent? What about your power? I mean, what about your leases? What about this? What about, I mean, just the well, list of litany of expenses that go, you can't stay closed. It's so poorly designed. You've got to spend the money on the, on the payroll, and you have a time frame to spend it. And then once you right. spent it, it's over. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Now what? My business hasn't gotten back up and going. The federal government's $670 billion program to aid small businesses coming under the spotlight here when Congress comes back. So they got the pension bailouts this week, and they're also starting to fight over the, the uh, SBA money that yeah, did I, get out. I, I so, already heard that they're talking round three now of needing more money. Uh, and again, we knew this, the, the $670 billion, it's running out. Now the second tranche is running out. Uh, I, you know, I, I think we're going to get a third. And I think a lot of, you know, don't be surprised if you've gotten one that they may have to have a program, reload. right, a reload program. Well, they're going to have to do something. So they want to get it open, but in reality, in reality, the governors and the the, the country, I mean, the the communists have shut everything down. I mean, they shut it down. Well, you know, and you're now you know. you're getting the scare stories about if you reopen, because these states are starting to re- reopening, there's going to be another quarter of a million deaths, right, and all this. And and I, which one do you believe? I, I can't see it going going any other way. So just going to be I mean, part of life 70,000 deaths right now, right, and rising. And, and Somebody I said know. the CDC had adjusted their deaths. I think that was all fake news. I, I, I don't know. I saw that. I, I don't. I don't know what to make. I just know this, that if you keep doing what we're doing, well, we've already done it, so it's almost hard to go back now. Uh, I've got one son that plays college football, another son that's being recruited to play college football, and it is looking more and more likely. There'll be no football. There'll be no football. And that includes high school football, college football. I don't know about the pros, but it is looking increasingly likely that there is not going to be no rock concerts. No, I mean, think about all the things that, that, that happen that, that you can't generate revenue on, even if there is, say, uh, NASCAR racing with no fans. Well, right? I mean, how do you pay the bill? This is what people don't understand. They don't do it. it it's a loser. Okay, The reason they open up. Is because the fans pay buy tickets, right? Okay? Otherwise, it's a 
You know, it's a business model that doesn't work. There's no football without fans. There's no baseball we without fans. TV revenue, but I mean, yeah, it's not enough. So, and who the heck's going to advertise anyway? For what businesses? So, I mean, really, if things aren't open, right? yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings, roar! <laughs> I don't think so. I'll tell you one thing: you can count on though is is the, that where we're headed? Think about this, Buffalo. You be just just great thought by you. Why would Buffalo Wild Wings ever open another restaurant again? Right. Hey, we just got a kitchen because everything's to go, right? No more restaurants, no more hanging out, right? None of that stuff. I mean, is that where we're going? How about parking lot restaurants? Maybe everybody sits outside. Of course, it's rough here at 112 <laughs> degrees, but uh, but you know what? Here's another thing. So is the vitamin D... Killing the pandemic? Is the heat killing the pandemic? Because we've pretty much doubled our corona cases here, what, in a month of beautiful weather. We're going to be, I mean, we just had, what, 10 days of, you know, close to 100. Yeah, we've been 100 degrees pretty much for the last uh, good week now. And and I heard that uh, later on this week we're going to get to, like, 107. I mean... So now that it doesn't seem to be abating. Doesn't seem to be abating. Yeah, at least what I'm not Maybe there's a delayed reaction. Let's hope that it does. If not, if not, I mean... It's, there's no choice. There's no choice except herd immunity. There's no choice. So just get out there. Lots of luck. We wish you the best. Or the government monetizes everything the, sea to shining sea. They, if they don't, it's the Great Depression personified. They interviewed the CEO of Waffle House this morning. And again, they try to find a great picture, but he's saying, listen, our restaurant sales in the states that have reopened now down 50 to 70 percent can't stay in business with that. It's going to be a mess. We'll get through it somehow, some way, but it's going to get real ugly. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Thanks to the Democrats' control in the House of Delegates in Virginia, it will soon be legal in the Commonwealth to bet on football games and other sporting events, except for contests involving Virginia college teams. This misguided move ushers in a new, costly addiction for millions of sports fans in the state who can soon waste their family's savings in an effort to get rich quick. Just because the Democrats covet the tax dollars of legal sports gambling, they're willing to unleash the covetousness of the entire state. A misguided ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court in 2018 opened the floodgates to the legalization of sports gambling, but many states have wisely declined the invitation. Studies show that the poor are most hurt by legalized gambling, and they are the least able to afford it. The results of these studies just make sense. With all the glitz and glamour of promising a better life fast, sports betting preys upon poor people who just want a little bit of hope. Instead, sports betting leaves them hopelessly indebted and thirsty for another chance, like a castaway on a life raft, thinking the salt water might just quench his thirst. A total of 15 states currently allow some form of sports gambling, and five other states, plus the District of Columbia, are on track to legalize it. It's a race to the bottom as states compete with each other in facilitating the massive waste of time and money that comes with sports gambling. Although Democrats argue that sports gambling will create a new stream of tax revenue for the state, they don't mention the very real financial costs that come with it. 
When a man squanders his family's entire life savings with the hopes of getting rich quick, who is he going to turn to in his desperation afterwards? That's right, he's going to the government for food, housing, and other handouts. A once productive citizen raising other productive citizens will be trapped in the cycle of poverty that already has a grip on far too many people. Don't let the families in your state be the next victims of this covetous disaster. Oppose all attempts to legalize sports gambling. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Oh, sir. Yes, Welcome to the Patriot Radio God. News Hour on a Monday. Boy, I'll tell you, it's a nice weekend. Uh, hope this finds you well, no matter where you are in this lockdown society. Maybe you're breaking out. Maybe you're protesting. Maybe you've had enough. Representative Andy Biggs here in Arizona is Republican and chairman of the conservative House. He actually voted against one of the few dissenting votes against uh, the uh, uh, the last uh, two trillion. When everybody's gonna, their jaw's gonna hit the floor when the stimulus bills go to five trillion, and that's what he says is gonna happen. Biggs told the news that the trillions of dollars in coronavirus aid piled on the structural deficit for this fiscal year, combined with the likelihood of even more spending in the coming months, is gonna bring the national debt somewhere between twenty-eight to thirty trillion by the end of September. So that gives you one hundred and twenty days or better. Biggs described this as grossly irresponsible and said we've just encumbered the next generation or two, noting that the ballooning debt comes as the GDP fell nearly 5% during the first quarter of the year. He anticipates that the nation will make significant progress towards resuming more regular activity, but, of course, monetizing the debt and monetizing the entire economy is a tremendous issue here. Yeah, so. we're you know a lot of mixed reports. You know, I was talking about Waffle House and and the C, the CEO there was set, talking about how hey every other table uh, no one can sit at, no one only one person can sit at the counter, and how devastating the sales were. Uh, there was a business, uh, you know, this axe throwing thing that that had kind of turned into this little trend industry over the last year or so. They won't let people go. Have been married more than ten years. It, <laughs> that's, that's like a rule, right? I and, would go nowhere with my wife who had a cocktail in one hand and an axe in the other. There's no way that I would go to that. <laughs> The guy, they reopened. They said, yeah, we did all this marketing, and we're hoping for a great weekend. They had a total of two customers all weekend. Well, the people that are going out may be just propagating the, the, the virus. I mean, we don't know. I mean, how much how much of it is just pure lie? You know what? Right, it doesn't so. even matter because I this is just where I sit on this. I believe there, about half the population, they're not going out. They're not going to go to the restaurant. They're not going to go to the movies. Well, They're not going do? to. I would go. You See, you're going to go. You're going to kill me. Lord, my wife's going to kill me. She won't wear masks or anything. You know, there's. And, and I'm the one. I'm in the middle here. I'm the. I'll be 61 in July. So I should make it if I get sick. I may have already had it. So. But at this point, I mean, do you live in fear or do you just. So your, your family's out and about and my wife's out and about. So I worried, though, about. The uh, grandkids, you know, I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen to the real younger ones, but uh, 
so far this virus is just picking off the uh, the uh, the older the social security. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that, that's so, you think want of the money they're saving. Security, right? Think of the money. So they may actually have to lower the retirement age to sixty. So well, this is the problem. This is I this, think it may happen. This is too. another uh, ramification we're going to see here. Uh, just let's fast forward. Let, let's go best case scenario. Okay, let, let's just play that for a second. We slowly reopen. Okay, the states slowly reopen. Of course, Eric and I are telling you, listen, a lot of these businesses are going to reopen, and 30 to 60 to 90 days later, they're going to be closed. You're not just, getting in anywhere without masks yeah, and gloves. And, and you don't You're not have, getting in right, anywhere. And you just so. aren't going to have the people, the enough numbers to support yourself financially and all of these things. The stimulus keeps on rolling. We do all this stuff. But you're going to have this another wave, just like the, uh, during the financial crisis, another wave of the 55-plus that lost jobs and can't get no one wants to rehire you you're you're too old now we it's time to put you out the pasture we're going to have a huge increase in people on the rolls of government with food stamps disability insurance all of those things and i think eric's got a great suggestion maybe we got to lower that age to allow these people to get on social security listen the trust funds there's no trust fund to begin with right okay? it's so all they believe anyway so why not well hyperinflation is just going to kick in here eventually and just get everybody i mean you know that's coming it's just you can't just keep printing money at yeah, well hyperinflation and cuts the social security gold's yeah. the place to be we're in the right place if you're wondering about it gold's the place to be it has no earnings no restatements no bailouts it's not a promise to pay. You don't get interest. You don't have to worry. You want to know how bad it is? The banks that are supposed to be leading all this, the banks, the bankers, you know, they're the people that hire minimum wage, especially out in this state. They don't pay anything. They're non-union. They're just the bankers are, are this generation of tellers. One of them just asked us how to spell patriot. It's a true story. Not a half hour before we went on the air. How do you spell patriot at a nationwide bank? I rest my case. Arizona has 8,640 cases, so they say. Of uh, And whether you believe it or not, Utah, 5,100. Colorado, 16,000. They're double. So, but here, I mean, our numbers are starting to go parabolic. I think, I think we've doubled here in a 30 days. So who knows what's going to happen? California at 54,000. Washington at 15,000. The numbers are not huge. And, again, the... Uh, the chances due to these numbers, but again, nobody knows. They don't know if you have it, you have no symptoms, if you're carrying it, if there's delayed symptoms, the tests, they don't even know. Uh, None. So s- everything is steer- is mere speculation and conjecture, even even I. I don't know. I what, can't answer what, the What's going on in the meat processing business is, is just outrageous, right? And they were talking today about, you know, all of these meat processors, they've got hundreds and hundreds, in some case thousands of people with the virus, the vast majority asymptomatic. In other words, they have it, but they, they feel fine, right? There's nothing wrong with them. Uh, but they're spreading it on to others. But now you're seeing Kroger and Costco both out over the weekend. They're going to start limiting the meat purchases now. I mean, I don't know where this thing ends. Can't get into Costco as of today without a mask. There was almost a full-fledged riot at a Costco in New York. They had to call the cops. New Rochelle. Because the Costco didn't open on time. New Rochelle, New York is where Rob and Laura Petrie lived. (laughs) 
See, that's before your time. Yeah, I was gonna, so I you don't, don't know, know what I, I said. I don't even know what that is. This is for the Sun City people and all the uh, children of the corn. Yes, the uh, New Rochelle. That when you when I was a kid, like huh, New Rochelle, you had to take the train to New Rochelle. The record number of Americans drawing unemployment benefits over the past six weeks is rapidly draining the cash set aside by the biggest U- U.S. states, leaving them poised to borrow billions now from the federal government. The strain's likely to grow more and more now with 30 million workers or nearly one-fifth of the labor force relying on unemployment checks. The unprecedented scale of the payouts are depleting the state government's unemployment trust funds, nearly half of which had less set aside than needed. So, I mean, again, the government that's driven us into debt, that have done all this, has turned out to be very incompetent. Turning out they can't help us. The, the California governor uh, late Friday came out and said, without a bailout from the government, California is going to go under. He goes, we went from billions of dollars in surplus to tens if not hundreds of billions of dollars in losses. And, and I don't know how this all is. I, I, I mean, I think I do. I think eventually the Republicans give in. There's no such thing as a fiscal Printing presses are going to be full steam ahead. Take the radio news hour. We'll be back right after the Well, the wrangling will start this week. Remember, uh, two people keeping score at home. They were going to need seven hundred and fifty billion for the states. The uh, five hundred billion goes to what the cities and the pen- state pensions. And again, this seven hundred and fifty billion is based on bad projections. Right. Oh, it's just terrible. Way but I, I, I put that number out there because everybody's going to be stunned when it gets to about $3 trillion by Friday. Because they got to re- replenish the unemployment funds in the states. And, I mean, just two weeks ago, New York borrowed a billion. You know, just a, that was two weeks ago. Who knows where they're at now? In, so. in six weeks, 30-plus million people needed checks from the state. Right. 30 million. In How high is it going to go? What do you think this week? You're the unemployment number guy. Well, so Thursday. I, again, there's still a backlog, so we're still going to see a big number. Three, four million, uh, no doubt, again, this week. We're going to have the jobs report on Friday. I believe Friday the government is going to report the worst unemployment number ever. That includes the Great Depression. I think that happens Friday. We will you mean get- the total cumulative? The cumulative number, right, right. seven. I think they'll be, and they're behind. Okay, that number is going to be behind, but I think they're still going to show 17, 18% unemployment. It'll be the worst unemployment ever in the history of this country, Great Depression included. And it's stunning to think about it because we know, we know if you include the 1099ers, listen, the unemployment rate's probably 30%. Uh, you know what I'm amazed the most is that you can still get. Legal lawful tender. You can still buy pre-33 private gold. You get 20s, 10s, and 5s. We even still have silver eagles. I'm amazed. I've seen lines at the gun store in Nor- at, at, at Olson's Firearms. I'll give them a plug at Tatum and Dynamite. Out the door for 40 days. Now, the last week or so, that's abated. Joe tried to get weights for his football player sons at uh, Play It Again Sports. Lines out the door to buy gold and silver. No, to buy steel. Lines out the door to get booed. What do you think is going to happen here when they just monetize everything? No lines out the door here at Patriot yet. We've had three days total in the last 45 that we were unable to buy an ounce of gold or silver. This is a quarter century old company. We're one of the oldest companies in the nation. 
Okay, and we have suppliers that, and and uh, orders that go back so far you can't even imagine. And working with people, and when Patriots on the phone with suppliers, they snap to. Our buying power is unprecedented in the industry. Unprecedented. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars have gone through this company in a quarter century. I think about people, I remember a guy who bought 100 ounces of gold at 310 an ounce. 310. I made him a millionaire. A millionaire. How many stories? Thousands. So, so you have a theory about how much gold do you need? How much, how much, do, you how need? much do you need? You need one per year. You've been alive, or five for every year you've been married. It'll help you survive. But the point I'm getting to, there's no lines. President Trump's chief economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, painted the rosiest picture of the economy ever, ever, in his interview on Fox, projecting the U.S. economies could see uh, one of the greatest economic growth rates ever. I mean, this guy's come out, the president's come out, and one of the guys, one of Jim Kanos, and you've quoted him a few times, legendary short seller. Yeah, Chanos is, is renowned. Legendary. I've heard the guy, I watch him, I follow him a little bit. Uh, he's just stunned. He says he can't believe, he can't believe that there's people willing to take this kind of risk and go long but because they, the they don't know the risk they're really taking because when you turn on the idiot box, you don't. Get what's real. You get the made-up spin story. There's nobody there to say, Larry, give me a break. You're going to lie to the American public, right? Remember the 5%, 6%, 7% GDP we're going to get after the, the tax cuts? What did we get? We got one year of three, and that was it. He says he just can't believe it. He says the money of people speculating after the Dow hit 18000 yep. and they all, oh, you got to buy, and they all piled in like this is all fixed. When Jim Cramer today came out and said, after all the trillions are going to spend, get ready for one-third of the S&P 500 to disappear before this is over. It just won't exist. So you're going to have probably selective inflation. I mean, now in the meat, um, eventually it's going to work its way into fuel. It just has to. So when people get moving again and all food, all commodities... And ultimately, when the equity markets, and they use the equity markets to get things done. So you get a stimulus bill held up, and they're at $2 trillion or whatever, and Nancy Pelosi didn't want to do this, and the Dow drops 4,000 points. Bang! They ink that baby instantly. Instantly. This is how things get done in this new government handout world. They just hit the sell buttons. And it motivates everybody, scares the hell out of everybody. All the toilet paper vanishes, everything vanishes. You can't buy an ounce of gold or silver for 24 hours when the Dow's down 4,000 points. Don't wait for that day. we got a great package. We, we try to cater to everybody, so we do entries, we do everything. This is right down the middle. Two U.S. $20 Liberty gold pieces, two $10 Liberty gold pieces, and two rolls of silver. So I just, because it's where it is... You know, 2020. So it's a 44-piece package. 44 pieces, 7200 bucks delivered. Put it on a credit card, whatever, however you want to handle it. The silver we can't replace right now. No. So, so you get a roll of silver, two tens, two twenties. Two rolls of silver. Two rolls of silver. I'm sorry, two tens and two twenties for $7,200 in the roaring 20s. Right. And that's I'm all sticking in. with my 20 grand gold. And ultimately, once silver, they're trying to keep silver down, and they know that that these metals like to move in tandem. And you look at the tremendous. At one day, uh, two weeks ago, they shorted more silver than had ever been mined. 
since Jesus walked the shores of Galilee in New York. Okay, you're supposed to own it. Now, stocks, they change the laws. You're supposed to own the stocks. You have to cover, you got to buy them at an option, and then you can sell them short. So you don't have to do that with metals. The COMEX will let you manipulate them. Once this breaks out, and it will, and it's going to come during one of these debates, maybe this week, when, that, when the states are like, we're going to have to file bankruptcy, and the Dow's down 4,000. California's going to close. No policemen, no firemen, no anybody. You don't have gold put in place by then. Don't even try to call. No unemployment check. Yeah, no unemployment check. So, yeah, all this is going to be threatened for the next 10 days. Happy Monday. Is this fun or what? I'm not even telling jokes today. Yeah, we'll be back. Well, here it comes. Bill is going to start coming to here. The Patriot Radio News Hour. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin is likely to boost the government's quarterly round of debt auction this week to unprecedented levels to finance the deficit now that so far is going to surpass $4 trillion for the year. As lawmakers discuss additional economic stimulus, Treasury announcement uh, Wednesday on its issue plans for coming months will signal how Mnuchin plans to manage this debt burden that's poised to eclipse a record seen percentage-wise since World War II. They love to quote that. Most likely going to keep selling and setting records through 2021. He's already lifted auctions of most bill maturities to and some coupon bearings, the 3, 10, and 30-year securities, but now they're dusting off the 20-year note. So here's what they're going to do. They're going to here's a, the deficit's going to be the biggest ever 2020, also into 21 since Zachary Griffiths, strategist at Wells Fargo. Now what they'll do is they give the stimulized, bailed out banks money to turn around and buy the debt. You think China? who just heard last week the president utter go, we may cancel your $1.09 trillion. We may default. You think they're going to be in that treasury auction this week? Yes, we, we're going to be buying bonds. Buy, invest in America. Wells Fargo is among bond dealers that expect this soaring debt load, get this, to eventually push up long-term borrowing costs through the roof. That would be... This would horrific. be a disaster because that what that does. So right now, you know, we, we pay almost zero point six percent. Adding one percentage point to that, okay. So let's say it's one point six percent, just one percent. You add hundreds of billions of dollars Congrats. to the debt. Hundreds of billions of dollars to the debt. Wells Fargo was just talking about. God, can you imagine the ten-year note could go to four, or heaven forbid, five percent. You're talking about now trillions of dollars being added to the debt without any sort of spending, just to pay the interest. Picture Barrett Jackson auctioning off a hundred thousand dollar thirty-year note. <laughs> now remember, it's the discount rate. How much do I get off the bat? Could you imagine? See, this is what happens in real markets. Okay. In order you want, oh, 30 year? How about right, just a 20? So they know they can't sell the 30. That's over. Country's probably not going to make it. We're at the end of the average lifespan of countries. 200 something years is how long society's monetary systems. And then uh, the last. collapses. Right? Then, then it collapses. So we're right average where we should be. And they're going to change the money over. I assure you, don't worry about the debt, you people at home. 
You people that are just listening, scratching your heads, or looking at your radio like your dog looks at you when you tell him to go get the newspaper going, did he just say that? Interest rates are going to go up. Well, how do you get people to buy the things? That's hyperinflation. Right. I mean, that's what it is. How do you defend a dollar collapse? How do you do it? I mean, look at when Jim Cramer is talking about the S&P 500. What he's talking about is, hey, almost half the companies, if not more, are junk bond companies. And the the yields for junk investment is increasing. It keeps rising and rising and rising. Right. And of course, but you only hear about the headline treasury number. That's not what we're talking about. Well, just imagine. So how do you keep people from taking their money out of the bank? Give them more interest. This is how you stop bank runs. This is how you stop currency collapses. Ultimately, it's just going to have to happen. The whole thing's going to buckle under the debt load. Again, I'll go back to the first show I did when I came out of retirement. Hyperinflation is where you just, governments print money without corresponding service. But pretty soon, you won't even recognize this place at this pace. 220s, 210s, and two rolls of silver, 44 units. 7,200 bucks. All this comes apart. Should be about 7.5 million to replace this when everything collapses. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Bye bye. Take care. See you.